This week in Physics Twist. The Australian $50 note has caused a national embarrassment. Scientists warn that under no circumstances should we ever farm octopuses, octopi, uh, octopodes. And NASA announces humans are to return to the moon. Hey, Duncan. How's it going? I'm great. How are you? I'm pretty well, thank you. This is a very special edition of Physics Twist, episode number 29, because it features two fantastic special guests. Dun, 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 dun. Cheyenne, say hello very loudly. Hello. <laughs> and Peter. Hello. There we go. Our lovely work experience, kids, for the week. For the week. You are here all week, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, lucky you. Get to hang out with us. Isn't that great? Woohoo! Woohoo! So, um, in this episode of Physics Twist, the first thing we want to talk about, I think, Quill would be these <gasps> octopuses. Yeah. Octopi. Octo. Octopodes. Polyoctopuses. Polygon. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk about octo. What is the correct way to say it? It's this? octopuses. Is it? Yes. Okay, cool. Can we talk about that first? Yeah. So it's octopus. A lot of people think that it's octopi, but it's not, because mm. it having the the us ending. Mm-hmm sort of implies that it comes from the Latin, yep. that the root of the word is in Latin, but yep. there is no Latin word for octopus. Oh. So the actual word, the origin of the word is in Greek. And okay. s- and so it, given that it's in the Greek, it could be octopodes, mm-hmm. but that's also not quite right because just yeah. reasons. So really the actual, <laughs> just reasons. <laughs> and the real like correct uh, plural is octopuses. Excellent. There you go. Well, in that case... Onto our story. Mm, take it away. Which is about octopuses mm-hmm. uh, and farming of octopuses. Which is? Not good. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. Okay, so basically, I don't know about you, mm-hmm. I don't love an octopus to eat, but a lot of people oh, do. I, th- I thought you meant an octopus just generally. No, I, I love them in general. But oh, I think they're just not, creepy. Not to eat. Yeah. Okay. okay. Have you so, ever? Uh, once, but I dry roached on the tentacles. Okay. They're, not, they're not for you. They're not, <laughs> not for me. For me. Um, okay, so... But they are for a lot of people. Mm. Okay, so people, there's an incline in people wanting to eat octopuses. Yep. Yep. And uh, obviously because of that, it's not something that we farm currently. Well, well, it's, yeah, it is, sort, yeah, of. sort of. It's an increase, right? So people are starting to look at ways that they could potentially farm octopuses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But scientists are saying that we should never farm octopuses. And it's not just because they're really smart. Because they are really smart. Yeah. They're very, very like smart. crazy, evil, genius smart. Yeah. Um, but it's also because there's a lot of different reasons why this might be problematic. Yeah. So um, octopuses, basically, they obviously, uh, they're actually meat eaters. Yep. Yeah. And they actually eat different parts, you know, probably mostly different parts of meat, but also stuff falling down into crevices and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, right. Um, and so there's a problem with the way that we need to feed them mm-hmm. if you have them in captivity uh, or farming or whatever you want to talk about. So there's a whole bunch of problems, including... Um, environmental impacts yep. of farming them because you have to like you have to find a huge amount of fish yeah for slash other sea dwelling yeah uh, animals for the octopus yeah to eat yeah and you kind of need to yeah like so that's that's problematic right there yeah right? so it's not yeah. just eating naturally the way it would with stuff that's like around in its natural environment um, so that is has a big environmental impact the other thing is of course anytime we take an animal and put it into captivity, you have to kind of consider how it's going to go with being farmed. Not everything farms well. Yes, sure. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, and that's especially true when it comes to octopuses because they're they're smart little critters. They are smart little critters. They go a bit nuts as they found out from people who um, who actually keep them or if they're in zoos. In zoos? Yeah. Zoos? Yeah, aquariums. Aquarium is the word yeah. I was looking for. <laughs> so silly. Uh, <laughs> you actually have to keep them entertained. Like sometimes they'll put little toys yeah. in their... Puzzles. Puzzles, yeah, exactly, yeah. to keep them occupied. Yeah. So imagine doing that on a scale of like having a million octopuses. Yeah, exactly. So environmental impacts, impacts problematic. Uh, feeding them, problematic. Yep. And there's also the whole <clears throat> point of like keeping them. This is how they're um, going to actually be in there. So there's the issue with the fact that they... Um, they they really get a bit crazy. Like they get they get their, their brains are too active, mm-hmm. um, but also like the potential for disease and those kind of things oh, as really? well. So um, yeah, in disease states, there's also this apparently this thing when they get really bored, they can um, they can either turn cannibalistic, oh. so eating other octopuses. That's grim. Or um, they can actually even be start eating themselves. Wow. Which creates. Obviously, don't want a half-eaten octopus no. to be selling. Um, but it's also obviously really unhealthy to eat yourself. They eat the ends of their tentacles. <laughs> no way. And this can lead to all sorts of different <laughs> random diseases. I never would have thought. Yeah. So, mm. yeah, and I read somewhere that they eat something like three times their own body weight yep. um, to get to just being an adult, I think. Right, So yeah. they, they, they th- yeah, three times their weight. Yeah, so it's um, a lot. It's a lot, yeah. So imagine yeah. the huge amount of fish that that would require just to exactly. keep them alive. And, and the octopus larvae only eat live food. Yeah. So it's not like you can just catch a bunch of fish and then store them in a freezer and just for drop a few them weeks. In. It's like you have to be able to supply a constant supply of live yeah. food for them. Yeah. So which... it's pretty complicated to create that kind of ecosystem where they can naturally be living happily, mm. healthily. And obviously you don't want to put animals in a situation where they're unhappy, mm-hmm. but you also don't want to be eating unhealthy that's the thing is, um, yeah, exactly, because mm. the the quality of the meat will deteriorate yeah. with um, poorly poorly kept yeah. animals. Yeah, exactly. And but like more importantly, you know, like octopuses. Have you seen those videos where they like undo jars and mm-hmm, stuff like this? Mm-hmm, yep. But imagine if you had were farming them, so you have like thousands of them. Thousands, and they'd be like this jars. little army of. Like, I imagine this army of octopuses, like, walking around with these little bandit things on. Yeah, right. Like, having a mass escape. It's the great escape. Yeah, yeah. it's a big escape. Should put in the theme song um, for that. And that would be pretty cool. I mean, it would be cool. <laughs> just imagining, like, guards like, <laughs> who are looking over the farm, like, we ne- never should have sealed the thing with jar, like, jar lids. <laughs> and all these giant tentacles just opening the jars. Just getting straight up. They can actually fit into really small holes, too. Like, yeah, really they're crazy. Small. They do some pretty cool things. I think it cool has things. to be... The hole has to be larger than larger than their beak. Yeah. Octopuses have beaks. Who knew? I know. I did. Yeah. Mm. We've talked about beaks before. I feel maybe. Uh, On octopuses, not okay. just random. Not just generally beaks. beaks. <laughs> you like? How about beaks? beaks? Uh, but yeah, so it has to be bigger than their beak. But then the rest of their body can just slide through. Yeah. No problem at all. Yeah. And that's that's weird, mm. man. That is pretty cool. So the the, the moral of the story is maybe mm-hmm. just like enjoy octopus in moderation. Yeah. I wonder if there's any particular areas of the world where the demand is increasing in particular. Hmm. I'm not sure. Mm. I mean, I know it's quite common in Mediterranean food. Mm, um, true. So maybe maybe the Mediterranean diet, people are trying that out again and there's an increase for the eating of octopuses. Yeah. I don't know. Who okay. knows? Yeah. Apparently here, um, the one of the impacts would be in, increases in nitrogen and phosphorus mm-hmm. pollution. It actually okay. comes from the waste of the, the animal itself. Okay. Yeah, cool. 
So you'd need some pretty complicated systems to you can't just stick them in a, a dam and be like, off you go. No, I mean, yeah. when um, when people keep uh, fish, like exotic fish, yeah. the crazy habitats they have to build yeah. to yeah. keep them healthy, they, they're just insane. Yeah. And then doing that for a million different oct- yeah. octopus would, would be crazy. Mm. Um, pretty cool, though. Well, I mean, yeah, it's cool. It's just that... Oh, not the idea of keeping them contained. Mm. I, I think I'm just still envisioning this mass octopus <laughs> breakout. Like, in my mind, they're like grabbing hold of, like, the guard's guns and, like, grabbing them from afar with these long tentacles and just, yeah. Are they wearing, like, black and white prison Yes, they are. And masks. (laughs) Yeah. And they're, like, cutting holes into their enclosures and they're sneaking through the walls and then, like, bribing the guards or something. They've got so many hands. They're, like, doing it all at once. Yeah. (laughs) Cutting a hole in this part, like, smoking a pipe over here. Smoking a pipe. Like 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 an old criminal pipe. Okay, anyway, <laughs> point Weird of the story vision. is farming of octopus is potentially dangerous. We should probably be careful and maybe check where our octopus is coming from if you are eating octopus. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Are you? You're not. I'm not. You're not. I'm pretty much... Work experience, Cheyenne. Peter, are you eating octopus? Uh, no. No? Okay, that's a strong no. Now, that's calamari four out of four. rings. That's squid. Yeah. Yeah. But I wonder if this falls in a similar category. Well, like this is very specific in- to octopuses, isn't okay. it? Are squid, squids farmed? Maybe small ones. Oh, that's though. what I wondered. Yeah. 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 Don't know. I guess we'll never know. We'll, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Maybe future Duncan will tell us. Mm. Maybe not. No, maybe not. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, okay. There we go. Don't do it. Um, Don't do it. Pollution, bad. Yeah. Cruelty, bad. I think we can both. Giant wave of world eating, dominating octopuses. Storming the beaches. In, is also bad. With stolen guns. <laughs> And pipes, apparently. <laughs> and monocles. And monocles. No. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, that's that's an interesting story for you. That's there, interesting story. Cool. Thank you. Should we move on? Yeah, let's move on before it digresses any right. further. Cause that, yeah, because it's getting to be weird. Um, good news from the world of NASA. Ooh. In this segment that I like to call Far Out with Duncan. Far Out. Uh, and that, that news is that we are, or America is, going back to the moon, people. Just going back. Going back to the moon because it's been... 47 years what? since uh, there was anyone on the moon. But we never went back? We never went back. So the so, last last wow. time that, that humans were on the moon was in 1972, <gasps> which is a great year. Good great year. year. Good year for space travel, a great year for music. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it, really. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, I think it's been 50 years since man first landed on the moon, okay. 1969. See, I didn't realise that we just weren't going back to the moon. Yeah. I thought it was just like, you know... It's a standard stop-off on the way wherever now. No, your mind is way, like, streets ahead of the rest of us. I know. I think. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so all of the, I think there were six manned missions to the moon. Okay. All took place within about a three-year period from 1969 yep. to 1972, four-year period. Um, and... And then we just kind of gave up. And we just stopped. Done um, that. Probably, yeah, basically because they realised that there was no point and it was really, really expensive. Okay. As you can imagine. So why are we going back there now? So... Um, this order has apparently come from President Donald Trump, of whom I am a huge fan, as you know. Staunch supporter of Donald Trump. I've always said that. And his science. And his science. He's a, great, he's a man of science. Absolutely. Um, he's basically asked NASA to accelerate their plans to return to the moon. Okay. Uh, and then land on the surface again by 2024, he which does, I will remind you is very, very soon. He doesn't think it's made of cheese, does he? He probably does. <laughs> it's like we're running out of cheese, people! Anyway, so... The idea is that they will use that as a as a base. 
to, to then, go further. To then go further, <gasps> to go to Mars. Yeah. I was right. It was incredibly cool. Yeah. Oh, that is cool. Uh, and to harvest its cheese. But anyway, so effectively, once we go to the moon in 2024, we mm-hmm. are staying there. Okay. Not like, you know, there's not going to be someone permanently there, but it's going to be set up as a base to have mm-hmm. astronauts rolling in and rolling out. That's cool. Uh, and then use that to sort of slingshot to Mars. And this yeah. is going to this is going to work in an interesting way. So they're going to have something called a gateway, which is actually a, a, a satellite mm-hmm. that will orbit both the moon okay. and the Earth. It will sort of be in between. Cool. Yep, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and they can they can then use that as a platform mm-hmm. to slingshot to to Mars. Okay. So very, very, very cool. That's cool. There's also more science that can be done. On the moon? On the moon. Okay. So things like mining. Yeah, like, I mean, if you think about it, we weren't, haven't been there for, what, 40 years. Mm-hmm. Technology's changed a lot since then. Drastically. Yeah. So yeah. what we can actually find out and potentially, who knows what's going on in the moon. Some crazy stuff. Well, yeah. we know since about 2009, we've known that there's lots of ice, mm-hmm. water, water ice. Now, the cool thing about water ice is that it's made of... Work experience, kids. Can you tell me what what's made of what's water made out of? H two O. H two O. Perfect. And the H is hydrogen. Hydrogen. And the O is oxygen. Exactly. Beautiful. So we can take that ice, we can melt it down. Well done, Peter. And we can we can separate it out into oxygen for the astronauts to breathe, mm-hmm. and hydrogen to use as the fuel yeah. that will then take us to Mars. All right. So you. So we're going to mine the moon. You, you mine that moon. You mine that sucker. Yeah. Hell yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. We love mining here at Physics Twist, don't we? We're a big fan. Adani, love it. That's a Let's joke. not get too political. <laughs> uh, yes. So yeah, basically the moon has its own natural resources that we can exploit. <laughs> What's so funny? Just. <laughs> this is very serious. You just say it, you just say it like. Resources that we can exploit, like that's a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. What <laughs> anyway, no, I know, I know what you mean. Yes. Um, so yeah, the ice basically, in NASA's own words, the ice represents power, mm. represents fuel, it represents science. Cool. And um, that means we, once we go to Mars, well, we've talked about that before. Yeah, the sky's the limit. The universe is our oyster, <laughs> as they would say. I like. But I think it. it's funny that. Um, Donald Trump has actually has actually signed off on this because he's not usually a big not a science supporter guy. of science. No, and in this fact, is why I asked if he thought it was made of cheese. Exactly, and he's I think his government is the first in a significant number of years not to have a um, I don't know what they call it in America, but like a minister for science, yeah, yeah. Um, which is very very troubling. Mm. The only thing is that Congress hasn't signed off on this yet, mm-hmm. uh, and it's also a very very quick turnaround. To do it from yeah, to, in five yeah. years is pretty crazy. Yeah. But um, representatives from NASA have actually said that a, sh- a short time frame is actually good. Okay. Because as soon as the time frame blows out, yeah. then there's more like – it's more of a political minefield. Yeah, so if you can get it done in five years, yep. great. Smash it out. And we have the science to do it. Yep. They're going to use bigger rockets mm-hmm. than ever before. They're going to use new um, spacecraft to do it. Yep. It's called the Artemis mission using Orion spacecraft, which is cool. very cool. Um yeah, and so effectively, if we can use the m- the moon as a a slingshot sort of base, it makes travelling to Mars a heck of a lot easier. Which we've already been looking at doing, right? So, I mean, we already do, and we're already looking at other ways to do. So maybe that's why they can do it in a short period because it's not like they're trying to make a whole new 
so much. It's not like a whole new, oh, first time we go to the moon, is this yeah. going to work? They already know it works. Well, the idea and is that if you can keep resources on or near the moon yeah. use, using that gateway, then it makes actually getting to Mars Easy. a heck of a lot yeah, easier. Cool. Well, that's interesting. It is very, very interesting, and I'm very, very excited. Another very exciting thing to be excited about Ooh. is that this is going to be the first um, Mars Mars moon mission mm-hmm. that's going to include a lady astronaut. Woohoo! Mm. So it's going to be one man, one woman. Yeah. Going to be on the moon for the first time. Cool. Which is very, very cool. I like it. And hopefully, it doesn't work out the same way as that all previous female space all walk. female spacewalk, which. Didn't work out. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Mm, very Way to go, NASA. Yeah, NASA. Uh, Friends of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> they are. <laughs> they listen, don't you, NASA? Send us a message. Oh, that'd be awesome. Um, so, yeah, that is pretty... pretty That's sad. cool. Oh, it's also going to have lots of corporate um, partnerships. Of course it is. Yeah. So, your, you know, your Boeings and your SpaceXs and all that sort of yeah. stuff. Okay. They're actually going to be building the sort of infrastructure that's going to be used in this. Oh, that's good. They're the kind of corporate ones we want, not like a... You know, mm. fast food chain or something. Yes, sponsored by little, McDonald's. <laughs> sticking a big M on yeah. the moon. M is for moon. Yeah, very, very good. The golden arches. Cool. So, well, that's awesome. Cool. That's that. And very. that's all I've got to say. That's all I've got Should to say about on? that. Yeah, let's move on. What else has been happening in the world? Well, six months ago, you may recall, um, the RBA, Reserve Bank of Australia, mm-hmm. released some new... Banknotes in I particular. Didn't. Okay, well, they did. Okay. $50 banknote. Oh, I don't deal in 50s. No. <laughs> the funny thing is I've, it's been around since October. I've never seen one. I've never seen one. Um, now, obviously, we, were affectionately, we affectionately refer to the $50 note as a pineapple. Pineapple. Love the pineapple. Love putting a few pineapples in the pokies. No, uh, I don't. Like, <laughs> I, I like to be like, I never have a pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> if I have one, I probably go, ooh. Yeah. Save this. Wow. So the new ones, um, apparently, they the total value of those is about two point three billion with a B dollars. Two point three billion dollars worth of new pineapples yep. happened about I'm, six I'm, months ago. But I've never seen one, and they've got a spelling mistake Ooh. on them. They have a spelling mistake. Someone didn't spell check it. Someone didn't quite do their job just quietly. So what happens with them? Do we just keep using them? We just keep using them. They are still valid. The RBA has said that they are. They are actually still valid. Um, but on the on the on the pineapple, there is um, a picture of Edith Cowan, mm-hmm. who was the who was Australia's first female member for Parliament. Yeah. And it basically has. I think it's like a speech by her or something that's um, okay. next, next to her yeah. next to her image, and it has a um, the word responsibility oh, is okay. included in there, but. Unfortunately, Fortunately, they then, actually spelled it responsibility, oh. which is incorrect, yeah. which is not ideal. And it actually was repeated twice. Ooh, yeah, the so they made the same twice. mistake twice. It's like they did a copy and paste job. Oh, it's no. Good. But the thing is, it's really funny. No one noticed because the speech is in microscopic text. Yeah. So you have to have a really powerful, right. um, well, at least a magnifying glass to be able to see it properly. So it's probably even if we had ever had a pineapple in the last six months, we probably we would have no idea, right. not a clue. And that's why it took six months for people to find out. Now, the question yes. is, mm. are these notes going to be worth lots of money now? Because aren't like, yeah. like weird like coins and that with errors on them and stamps and stuff? Yeah, people think they're really special. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they could be worth a lot of money. So if you if you get one, hang on to it because one day it might be worth fifty five dollars. Hey, how many of made these t- notes were made? Like just a couple? Ooh. Like are they like a real collector's item? What's two point three billion? 
divided oh, by 50, 46 million notes. Right, yeah, so not, yeah. not so... Well, that Not means so there's, special. there's, there's two, a lot of them. Two notes for every Australian. Yeah, right. That's yeah, a lot. Yeah. Of I wonder if you so like everyone them. should get two pineapples. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they should just print new ones and give the old yeah, ones. Just give, just give them out. Oh, just give them to me. Bucks. I'll look after them. Everyone gets a hundred bucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I thought this would be a good reason to talk about why Australian banknotes are amazing. Yeah, because they are good. They are amazing. I'll tell you why they're good. Why they fit in our wallets. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's serious. True. Have you ever yeah. been to the, like over to the, the UK? Yep. Their notes are super wide and they don't fit into an Australian style wallet. They hang out by like three centimetres yeah. or something. It's, it's so really annoying. annoying. <laughs> yeah. And um, the American ones are too long. Yeah, they're too long. So you've got to fold them up weirdly. <laughs> See? See? What are you doing? I wonder if they have different shaped wallets in those They countries. must do, yeah, because it would be so annoying. Mm. So why are our notes good though? Okay, so our notes are amazing because... They were developed by the CSIRO. Ooh, science money. The science money, yes. <laughs> science money society. And um, basically, they are made out of a polymer, Ooh. which is a plastic. Yeah. Okay. Basically, so, the links of things that link together into a big, long chain. Yeah, it's a chain. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what that means in a practical sense is that they're very, very, very difficult to tear. Yes. And if you've ever actually, if you've ever held a US note, they're or flimsy. Actually the old um, UK notes as well, yeah. you can just tear Rip them in them. half. Yeah. And? Which is a problem. Or if you wash them. Yes. They just in, into a million pieces, yeah. right? Uh, the other thing, of course, is that the polymer means that the notes are waterproof. Yeah. So you can wash them. You can wash them. And Save I've done it many times. There was, I remember a few years ago, I went to the laundry Came back like this is a the laundromat money thing. Money laundering. No. <laughs> I haven't been doing laundering of money. No. <laughs> well, in this case, I did. Not on anyway. So I chucked in the laund- laund- laundromat thing. Came back like half an hour later, and it's like one of those ones with a big glass window on the front. And I came back, and there's a, a nice shiny lobster just staring at me. Lobster. I'm like, hey, that's pretty good. Lobsters are twenty. I know. Yeah. Nice. That's just for the benefit of our listeners. Yeah. And our work experience, kids. Do you guys know the names of all the coin of all the notes? No. So there's a bit of slang around Australian banknotes. Yep. The five is a prawn or a flamingo. Have you made that one? No. We're questioning our work experience students on their knowledge of money. Mm. But I mean, I had never heard these. I'd never heard that one. Um, A ten is a blue healer. or a banjo. I had also not heard that one. Okay, I've heard banjo because it's got banjo Patterson on it. Uh, The twenty dollars is a lobster. That one I have heard. Yep. yep. 50 is a pineapple. That one I definitely have heard. $100, I've never heard one for this, but apparently it's either a Granny Smith or a Kermit. I haven't heard those. No. Lobsters and pineapples are, yeah, are really good there. Yeah, lobsters and pineapples. Though. Who has, I don't know, who has a, who has a term for 100? Who has 100? Who's got hundreds? <laughs> yeah. Apparently the $100 notes actually um, outnumber $5 notes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that weird? So it's like, who's got who's them Who's walking around with all these hundreds? These hundies. Always hundred dollar bills. It's the teenagers, I reckon. Is it you? These guys have heard of the hundreds. Yeah. Am I right? Am I just right? throwing them up, <laughs> bathing in hundred dollar notes. So, cool. Well, that's some interesting knowledge for you. Um, but yeah, so there's a few other interesting things actually about the notes. Mm-hmm. So the, first of all, they're made of the the polymer. Yeah. They have a bunch of security features they in do. them as well. Like so the little window. There's the window, which mm-hmm. is called the top to bottom window. Oh. So you'll notice that like there is actually. The notes are divided into two sections, separated by a clear little window. Mm. There's a little 3D image. Yep. Yeah. Like a There's hologram. little hologram thing. There's the flying bird, which when you move it, it um, flaps its wings. I don't think I've seen the flying bird. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. I didn't have any cash in my wallet to look at this. <laughs> oh, I've got some cash. Oh, oh the wallet's in the car. Oh. Dang it. 
That's okay. Uh, there's a bird which changes colors. Cool. The numbers, like the den denomination, the mm. number will reverse direction depending on where you, um, where you which angle you're looking Some at it from. kind of space money. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, and it's called the micro print, which is the text that we've just been talking about. Oh, yes, yeah. Got the little tiny um, stories. And it's got fluorescent ink. Oh, yes. Which I means it, it shines under UV light. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Really cool thing about Canadian banknotes is that you can shine a laser through the, um, the maple leaf. Yeah. Um, and it will shine a larger maple leaf on a wall. It's cool. Really, really cool. And... That's cool. I think Australia actually manufactures Canadian money. And New Zealand money, if I remember oh, correctly. That's cool. Um, because well, because we have the facilities to to do it. But any other countries that actually manufacture polymer notes, they have to pay a licensing fee to the CSIRO oh, because yeah. we, we own the patent to it. I pay. Yeah. That's cool. Our in IP. fact, yeah. I, I have got I've got my in-laws. They're in Canada at the moment. Oh yeah. I might see if they'll bring me back Get some money, yeah, and then yeah. we can use we can show the reflection. That'd Absolutely. be cool. That's a great I'm idea. Gonna, yeah, I'm gonna ask them for. Some. Hey, Definitely. can you just bring me back some money? <laughs> yeah. Uh, just a hundred would be fine. Thanks. <laughs> um, a loony and a toony. <laughs> They're coins. Yeah. <laughs> Still, I like the lingo. Yeah. That was good. Uh, I learned an interesting thing as well about um, Australian money. What? Which is that there was a debate in the 1960s about what the Australian dollar should be named. Mm -hmm. And they were thinking it should be called the Royal, oh. which I don't really like. No. 20, 20 Royals for that, thanks, mate. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it's weird. But some other good ideas were the Dinkum. Dinkum. The Dinkum. That's going to be 20 Dinkums. 20 Dinkums. That's pretty good. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. Or the Boomer. The Boomer. Yeah. I like that too. My preferred nomenclature mm -hmm. for Australian banknotes? Buckaroos. Dollary doos. Dollary doos. <laughs> Dollary. 900 Dollary doos. <laughs> Have you seen that Simpsons episode, guys? Oh, my God. You got it. We're going to watch it later. That's true. Get the projector out. Yep. <laughs> um, do you know when I was little... My sister used to trade me big money for little money. I don't know if that ever happened to you. What? Do you have older siblings? Younger. Oh. So, wait. So, like, I would trade her my 50-cent piece. No, other way around. She'd trade me her 50-cent piece for a $2 coin because the 50 cents was it's bigger, bigger and I oh. thought it was worth more. Oh, my Shout God. Shout out to my evil thing. sister if you're listening. <laughs> I'm on to you, Hari the Egg. I wonder if she's still running that, that scam. Probably. She probably does it to her son now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But where's the son getting the money? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, That's great. Oh, cool. So there you go. Australia there has amazing go. money. We actually yeah. really do. Great um, money. And all other countries' money sucks. So get wrecked, everybody else. That's what I reckon. <laughs> Except, obviously, it's not amazing because we, we messed it up. Yeah, except it's got typos. Yeah. Other than that, it's cool. They're gonna they're gonna start printing correct ones. Maybe they should start printing them with slang on them. Yeah, I would love that. That would be pretty. Twenty good. lobsters. Twenty or, lobsters. Well, not twenty lobsters, but like a picture of a lobster on it. Twenty. Yeah. yeah that'd be great. Although I feel like the people and the things we have on our notes have more of a historical significance than just like rock lobster. <laughs> <laughs> the big pineapple. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Cool, thanks. That's inf inf good information then, yeah. Mr. Duncan. No worries, mate. Now, just to wrap us up, mm -hmm. I brought to us just a little... Uh, a little tidbit? little tidbit of information. A little buckaroo. That I like to call the fact of the week. Fact of the week. Fact of the week. Fact of the week. Which is... Um, this one's really gross. <laughs> oh, a gross fact it's of the week. It's a gross fact of the week. And the fact of the week is... And this is, this is very difficult for me to say, personally... Fact of the week is men's beards contain more harmful bacteria than dog's fur. 
gross. Yep. I'm looking at Duncan's beard right now in disgust. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they found this sound. Can you guys just grab the uh, the sand sanitizer spray for me? I'm yeah, just, just going to get Duncan a bit of a spray <laughs> So they found this out because they were doing a study about whether it was safe for people to be in MRI machines after dogs had been in there. Right. And they, they were, like, swabbing people, and they found out that basically <laughs> men's beards were way dirtier than the dog's fur was. So you can share an MRI machine with a dog, but not with not a bearded with a man. Bearded man, exactly. <laughs> um, now, yeah, I can't the thing stop is looking that, like, at your beard. <laughs> the thing is, it's actually a very easy issue to solve, and I will reveal my methodology for having a clean beard if everyone would like to listen in. Shave? No. <laughs> Incorrect. Shampoo? Yeah, you wash it. Yeah. You just wash it in the shower. Just like your hair on your head. Exactly. Yeah. Nice and easy. Mm-hmm. Just get some of that delicious body soap, even if even just using body soap or some yeah, shampoo and conditioner and keep it, you know, Makes nice sense. And silky smooth, then just lather it in, baby. Yeah. Lather. I mean, if you're going to wash your hair. Mm. You may as well. You need to wash your beard. Yeah, exactly. In fact, probably your beard's it's worse because a... it's where all food dropping in there and... Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> there isn't. Got a little bit of, got a little bit of <laughs> something. Flavor saver. <laughs> Okay, so there you go. That's a public service announcement yeah, for if you our are out bearded there, listeners. Yeah, if you're out there with a beard, wash your beard. Wash your beard. Man. You're not an animal. Yeah, you're not an animal. And dog. if you were, you'd be cleaner. <laughs> Bazinga. I've got dog shampoo at home. Use it on your beard. Oh, oh, I might get my husband to wash his beard with the dog <laughs> Does he have shampoo. A beard? Oh, he's got a, something similar to yours. Okay. Must yeah. be really handsome then. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Well, I think that's everything that we've got for this particular episode of Physics Twist, episode 29. Um, Should we wrap it up? Yeah, I think that might be enough for one day. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you, uh, Peter and Cheyenne. Say. You want to say a little something? Uh, Thank you for listening. (laughs) Yeah, nice. (laughs) Nothing to add. Okay. Well done. (laughs) Um, And we will be back shortly for episode 30 in a few weeks. Okay. Hooray! See you later, guys. Bye. Bye.